0: welcome to the blue oasis podcast i am your host adam rothstein this is the podcast for learning new hobbies and how to create that nomadic wealth or nomadic income so let's talk so at the time of this recording i am a narrator and i am also an author I'm recording this on a program called Audacity. It's free software, and anyone can download it for their Mac, PC, or Linux computer. The fun part about doing this is that I get to talk into a microphone. I'm, I'm good at that. The only problem is uh, keeping up the pace and just keeping it consistent. I do hope to get uh, at least a 1,000 listeners on this and just invest my time with this. Now, this may be just my first um, or episode zero, rather, but this is my first time doing this and just talking to a, into a microphone, rather, and I believe that I'm going to be really successful with this. I'll probably need to get a new microphone at some point, but it's definitely going to be a bit of a start. So yeah, a big jump to overcome. Now let's talk about you. Let's talk about your hobbies. So write down, I'm sorry, get out a piece of paper and write down what three hobbies have you had in your life? I don't care what your age is, just do it. And I don't care what hobbies you've had, just write them down. Out of that list that you just wrote down, what is it that brings you the most joy? Or is it a combination of the three? When you do find that answer, just think, how can I make money from this? The reason I bring this up is because I've seen too many people get fired from their jobs and not have a second source of income or being able to create that second source of income. And it's heartbreaking. You know, the best thing I can do on this planet right now is to help others create an income stream for themselves. Now, I'm not putting down anyone that works at a 9-to-5 job. At the time of this recording, I'm I have a 9 to 5 job and I'm not too fond of it either. So, I'm not telling you that you need to quit your job right away. Do not think like that at all. I want you to be successful, and the best way to be successful is to control the source of your income. And I've learned this from watching the podcast Wealth, Power, and Influence with Jason Stapleton. If you want to learn more about that, you can go check out his program. And I hope that I can be a great resource too. So once you have a good idea of what hobbies or one hobby that you really enjoy and can teach others, teach them. Go to upwork.com. And find a gig. If you're, even if you're an admin assistant right now, which I am, just go. And there's work to be done. You don't even need to use your hobby as a job necessarily. But get a gig right now. Just get a gig and and just get used to delivering a product. And once you like get in the routine of that, you're gonna feel so good, you're gonna feel so good. At the time of this recording, I've figured out what I wanted in life and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to work for it. So I hope you join me on the journey so I can become a guru in creating nomadic wealth. And when I get there, I'll be able to teach you guys better. So this right now is my journey and it can also be your journey. Whoever is listening to this right now. And right now I want to talk about the internet just real quickly. 20 years ago, we would have never thought that this would be possible. You know, you had websites back in the late 90s and early 2000s. And Even though it was dial-up, you could actually make money from it. There was a credit card processing system back then, so all your payments were electronic through the website, just like it is now, but you had a lot less options. I think, if you were lucky, you had both the MasterCard and the Visa in there, but that was something else. The thing that really just drove online sales was probably the invention of high-speed internet you know now before amazon had their trucks go all the way around the nation and and planes fly around the world you know they actually did have to rely on the mail system and they had to use fedex today they they have their own fleet of things And you can become an affiliate with them. Now, back to your hobbies. If you are passionate about reviewing the new technology, you know, you can start a YouTube channel. You can start a podcast about it as well. And just really talk about the product and what makes it good or bad. And give your viewers or listeners some insight on what to watch for. And you, you don't even need to do that in a particular state. You know, once you build up enough listeners and enough of an income source, you can go anywhere you want to. And that's the, bi- the most beautiful thing that was never had in, like, 50 years ago. That was never possible I'm not sure what the future holds exactly, but to create a better future, it's going to take more people controlling the source of their own income and being able to teach others how to get to that point. I think entrepreneurship should be a mandatory class in school, or at the very least, kids should just be encouraged to start something and write a report on it for class. We all sold, um, something. I sold my model trains as well as my video games to pay off my student loans. So that was a little bit of a business right there. I actually sold a couple email templates to a friend once, but it it wasn't through an e-payment. I told them to just hand it over to me um, via check. I just have a problem with Venmo because they're notoriously bad for what they've done. And I don't mean to ramble, but this is just also talking a little bit about the history of the internet too. So just forgive me there. So your hobbies should, you know, you should value your time with them. Whether you're doing model trains, whether you're knitting, whether you're just reviewing books on your YouTube channel value it and just make it a priority in your life to spend a little time on it but find balance no matter where you are. Consistency is going to be your key on your YouTube channel assuming you want to put this out on a YouTube channel. If you're not cool with showing your face on camera you don't have to to be a YouTuber. There are videos of asmr animals and there's this tortoise that eats fruit and people just like the sound of it for some reason there are also some people that would just despise it because they like because they hate the sound of people eating potato chips for instance and not everything is going to please everyone you know we're all individuals at the end of the day so in in a way you're going to want to exclude some people you know i'm a narrator i'm not looking for people to comment on my youtube channel and demand i talk about a certain subject that's not me i talk about sports i talk about narrating and i make videos on some facts as well gaining a following is going to be the most tricky thing about this. I want to see 50 listeners by the end of the year, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. Buzzsprout, um, I think that's the name of the website. I could be wrong about it, but I'll figure it out. They're going to give me two hours of free podcasting time on their site. And hopefully I get found on Apple Podcasts and just get some downloads going (laughs) for it. I would love it. I don't want to live a less than life. I've made that mistake one too many times. And I don't want you to live a less than life either. Who's ever listening to this, I just hope that you're safe and you're comfortable and and that you just believe in yourself no matter where you're going. I think the best thing for people or this nation is for more people to become entrepreneurs. Maybe, yeah, even the world would benefit with more entrepreneurs and more people that control the source of their own income. Starting your own freelance business is one way to turn your hobby into a source of income now it may not start off right and i wouldn't blame you if you still work your nine to five but it's something else so what are my passions real quick aside from narrating and i am a sports guy i do like uh college sports in particular i like college basketball and college football don't know any of the players but I do enjoy watching some games I went to the University of Towson and or Towson University rather not the University of Towson that is a joke Uh, I would not go back to college if I was 18 years old and had to do it again I, I just could not I do not know how I survived some dark times and just like so much stress on academics. And I'm like thinking, we're preparing for the world, right? Yeah, I thought one day, yeah, this is what I thought one day. We are preparing for the real world. They're making us sit in class, right? And, and we still have to raise our hands. Uh, the only difference from high school is that you don't have to ask permission to use the bathroom and you're living on campus, and you have to hold yourself accountable, but at the end of the day, you're still immature. We're really immature at 18 years old. I got my driver's license at 18 years old. I I only had it for the final months I was in high school, and even still, I never owned a car on campus. Never had one on campus, and I lived on campus all four years. I regret um, not going to a community college and saving money, but you'll live and learn. So, if anyone is thinking about college, I would say make sure you know what you are doing before you go to college. And if you could go to community college first to get your degree, go. Just go there first at all. And unless you got the cash to pay for it, pay it. I mean, yeah, you want to succeed as well. Now, you want to know a little fun fact uh, before I go? It's that most millionaires didn't go to a prestigious university like Harvard or Yale or any of the Ivy League schools. No, they went to the public universities, they went to the state colleges, and some of them even went to community college. So that's about all for now. Thank you for listening to the Blue Oasis podcast. Once again, I am your host, Adam Rostein, and I will see you next time. Have a great day and take care.